It was on a 3.6 billion stock selling spree, raising eyebrows. Anytime someone has like a massive amount of a stock position, sells like a massive, sells massive amounts of them, it does raise eyebrows because people are like, whoa, okay, what the hell is going on? So Ernie Garcia, too, the billionaire father of used car dealerships Carvana's CEO, has sold more than $3.6 billion of company stock since October, raising eyebrows over whether the ownership structure of the firm gives the family too much control. The only people who have sold more stock than Garcia, too, since the start of 2020 are Amazon founder Jeff Bezos and Facebook founder Mark Zuckerberg and members of Walmart's Walton family, the Wall Street Journal reported. But while those companies have long been massively profitable, Carvana just recently posted its first quarterly profit of $45 million this spring, according to filings with the Securities and Exchange Commission. So just imagine, right, that you sold over $3.6 billion of company stock in a company that just had $45 million in profit. Like, that's so absurd. So Carvana's stock tanked at the start of the pandemic, and both Garcia too and his son quickly scooped out $25 million worth of stock, each in a private offering below the market price at $45 per share. So shares quickly rebounded as the company's e-commerce platform for used cars saw huge demand during the pandemic, and the stock doubled less than two months after the sale and continued to soar. So disgruntled shareholders then sued the father-son duo, accusing them of insider trading and using the pandemic as an excuse to buy shares at bargain basement prices, even though they knew Carvana had a strong balance sheet. So the existing structure has allowed them to run this $60 billion public company as if it's a family firm, and for the family's benefit, Daniel Taylor, a professor of accounting at the Wharton School, told the journal, it's amazing. Garcia II and his son, Ernie Garcia III, control more than 85% of the company's voting power because of a structure that makes share held by the Garcias count for 10 votes compared with those available to the public. The journal reported, adding that their stock is worth more than $23 billion. So Garcia II's ownership of the company is so big that his $3.6 billion in recent sales only account for 16% of his ownership. Now that is crazy. So the interests of the Garcia parties may not in all cases be aligned with their stockholders' interest. The company even warns in the annual report to the SEC. In addition, the Garcia parties may have an interest in pursuing acquisitions, divestitures, and other transactions that in their judgment could enhance their investment, even though such transactions might involve Ricks. So Garcia's two's $3.6 billion stock selling spree in October after shares of the company spiked fourfold to more than $200 per share from March to September 2020. So his stock sales were part of a June 10BF-1, which is a predetermined selling plan that lets insiders avoid the appearance of illegal trading. But he modified the plan in November, according to the journal, and then again in May as the company's stock price continued to soar. I've studied 20,000 10B5-1 plans, Taylor said uh, told the journal. I can't recall another of this size where, the, where there are modifications every six months. 
Now, to me, I don't think the issue is just the modifications. I just think their structure is so interesting and so highly leveraged in keeping them with control and power over the company that they're running, basically. So it's not the first time that Elder Garcia has found himself on the wrong side of the law. In 1990, he pleaded guilty of bank fraud for his role in Charles Keating's Lincoln Savings and Loan Associations, a shady savings and loan bank. So Carvana representatives did not return the post's request for comment, and a spokeswoman told the journal that the company has robust governance and operates in accordance with all rules and regulations. She also noted the company has delivered more than 2,000% returns to its investors since its public offering. Now, I'm not like hating on Carvana, the company. I think it's a great idea. I see a lot of Carvana trucks actually delivering Carvana vehicles, right? So there are people literally using their product, right? The thing that's interesting, right? And I don't necessarily think this is a bad thing. Because like, let's put it this way, right? Let's say that you were to create a business, right? And you wanted the future of that business to align with what you plan on that company actually being, right? Like, let's say that you create a business that is focused on creating the best energy drink in the world, right? Like, that is your goal, right? But you make it public, meaning people could start investing into it. You have a board, right? But you still want to have that same, like, game plan of creating the best energy drink in the world, And you don't necessarily want people to sway that into potentially going like, oh, I want to make the best orange juice drink, or I want to make the best vegan drink, or I want to make the best vegetarian drink, or I want to make a drink that's like filled with like meat juice or something, right? So you structure the deal and how you go public and have shares represented to the public in a way that... Pretty much, you can structure it to where you always have control as to the path that the company takes, right? So I think that's honestly a good idea if you are very connected to basically the success of the company or that you first created the company or that kind of stuff, right? So I don't think there's necessarily a wrong thing for them structuring their deal or having structured their deal in this type of way, right? I just think it's odd for them to be selling so much of their stock because the way to view that, if you are an investor in the company, is like, okay, why is basically the larger shareholders of this company selling their shares, right? Is there something wrong with the company that we do not know? What is going on here? Because this is not a small amount of money, right? This is a large amount of money. And this is a large amount of money in a company that's not necessarily making a lot of money, right? Just think about that, right? They basically sold crazy amounts more than what the company actually made in profit. Like that's basically this is basically the equivalent, pretty much, of you know a shareholder of Apple, like a massive shareholder of Apple, ending up basically selling hundreds of billions of dollars 
Actually, it should be actually more like, I think, like a, a trillion dollars. Let's say this one, like, we're just like a trillion dollars of Apple stock, right? When the company's only made like a couple hundred billion in profit, blah, 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 kind of stuff, right? Like, it's just really weird, right? Like, the optics is weird. It's very sketchy, to be frank. But the structure is something that I don't really view as wrong, right? I think it's actually smart if you want to have control or like keep control as to the path you want the company to actually take right i don't think there's anything wrong with that it's just shady when someone who owns a massive amount of the company's stock ends up selling a large amount of money because it's like think about it right like what are you going to do with 3.6 billion dollars right like really what are you going to do with that right are you going to just make the company better no are you going to just like sell all this stuff so that you could buy a bunch of yachts like what's going on here like why did you sell all these stock for billions and billions of dollars like what was the purpose of it was it just to make a lot of money quickly right so it's just something to really think about it's like oh what could really end up happening right but either way if you want to learn how to get out of debt and manage your money so that you're not really tempted to get into like companies like these that potentially the owners or main shareholders don't necessarily align with your views. You should learn how to master your money or at the very least get a debt. So it doesn't really matter necessarily what you really do. Hey, this podcast is sponsored by our personal finance courses so if you have problems with mastering your money and you need help go down below and learn how to master your money and this is a plan that anyone of any income level can follow it is simple and easy to follow for any income level in any situation and it's very straight to the point and if you want to learn how to make money online Go down below as well, and we'll see you in future episodes.